Hey y'all, my name is Giovanna and you're listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast, the podcast where I allow myself to break free of my perfectionism. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we're going to use that. Oopsie. Hi. Um, number one, I I just got out of bed and it is Wednesday morning and I haven't put out this week's episode, which this is a first um, for me to be so late. Last week, I think I put it out on Monday. Normally, I get it updated or uploaded by like Sunday and I um, just schedule it, you know, but this week, I don't even have an excuse. I really, I don't even know um, why, but it doesn't feel good to forget. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this is one of the last times that this happens like this. We are tuning in for episode 12, and it is the second part of the conversation with JC. Number one, thank you so much to everybody who has listened to part one and who's reached out. I, again, I love how much you love my friends. Um, I am really excited for you to hear the second part of this conversation. And, you know, I'm not going to apologize for <laughs> not having this up um, on the Monday it was supposed to go up because shit happens. And my only job is to make sure that this gets out. I think maybe I should consider being a little bit more strict with myself and not take this so, so um chill but also does that go against the initial reason why I'm doing this I don't know and now is not the time to talk about it now is the time to talk about JC okay roll the clip um okay so we can just pull up on I can either ask you or you can start talking this up to you about how perfectionism uh influences the other shit in my life Mm -hmm. um pretty poorly honestly (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i all but abandoned making music and releasing it Uh, all but abandoned it i really Um, feel that which makes me really sad actually because i enjoy making music i like making music i like sharing that art with other people because it makes me happy but like i can't let myself be happy like i just i need it to be different i need it to go differently I yeah need, i i really i feel need that. it i need it like that episode i was talking part. to um one of my friends who's a musician who has been stalling on putting out his latest project for like the last like three or four years and i was like um talking about how like why i stopped not well yeah why i stopped sharing music not necessarily why i stopped making it but i was like yeah after like the last project i put out i just felt like my quality had to get better and i couldn't afford to upgrade anything and i didn't have access to understand what kind of resources I should look into to start to upgrade my thing so that there was a difference in quality between this project and my next project. And it really bothered me to just think of doing the same thing forever. Like at what point do investments start happening? At what point do I start to figure out what it means to like 
I don't know, more highbrow. And, like, I understand that, like, you can do boo-boo-ass stuff forever. Like, there are people who are on TikTok who their entire TikTok presence is shot from an iPhone 6 and people love them and they get brand deals and they have no desire to upgrade their phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, But my, like, problem with perfectionism is I feel like I'm not allowed to be that person. Like, I have to be better than who I was yesterday. And if I'm not better than who I was yesterday, then, like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, the woes. I think a lot of that perfectionism for me comes from the fact that I was competitive for so long and I did Mm -hmm. music like semi-professionally for so long that once I stepped out of my comfort zone of doing things and I realized that like, damn, I really wasn't paying no motherfucking attention in AP music theory because I don't remember what the circle of fifths even fucking is. I don't remember how to read sheet music. I don't remember how composition works a a a a flat seven dominant nine chord what the fuck are you talking about so like once i realized that i didn't have the shield of like technical skill to hide behind and that the flaws in the other areas would show up like when i was singing opera i didn't have to be good at playing piano all i got to do was stand there and sing i just Mm -hmm. need to make sure that my like enunciation and pronunciation and shit is on point breathe from your fucking diaphragm and don't swallow your tongue cool I could do that shit but when I realized that like I have the piano skill of somebody with seven thumbs yeah Mm. not as helpful (laughs) and I I really really feel that I don't want to look like this no more I just want to literally good literally I um I played the guitar as a kid I was never like great but you know I played the guitar. You know what I mean? Now, Mm -hmm. I like, I try to pick up my guitar like at least once a month. And it is so, it just is embarrassing to me. I'm like, God, like, I used to impress myself. I used to like play and sing. And now, my fingers feel like so foreign on this fucking fret. Like, I don't, it's just, it's so stressful and it's so frustrating because it's like skill regression is very real. Mm-hmm. And like when you put off, I guess investing in something because you're tired of it looking the way that it's been looking, you lose so much more from stopping than you gain from. How am I trying to say this? You lose more when you stop, and even if the gain wouldn't be like exponential, it would be consistent. If you were to just keep going in that that state that you didn't really care for you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like it's like doing yoga in your house every day and you're like not realizing how good you're getting because all you can think of is like why am i doing this in my house i want to do it in a class so then you stop and now you're not flexible anymore like everything everything's a muscle and i like hate how many muscles i've allowed to atrophy Yo, right? And the reasons why I've allowed them to atrophy. Yeah, the reasons why I've allowed them to atrophy are just, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like, not to invalidate my own feelings, but genuinely, somebody's shit is just stupid. Like, <laughs> I have, I'm over here like, I wanna, well, you can't until you uber boo boo boo. Like, 
<laughs> bitch, keep it moving. Like, I get right. so frustrated with myself when I realize how, like, how much I hold myself back. I get so frustrated once I realize that I'm in my own way. Right. Like, I used to think it was like, because, you know, when you're a kid, it's your parents. My mm. mom won't let me do this. My mom said that I can't have an electric guitar until I can play this song on my acoustic guitar. And I resent that. So I'm never going to learn the song she told me to learn how to play so I get my electric guitar. What? You know what I mean? Like, what a weird thought to have as an 11-year-old. And then, <laughs> like, thinking about it as, like, an adult. And just thinking about, like, oh, like, I I realized that, like... A lot of men in my life don't let me sit in my excuses, but, like, a lot of, like, women in my life do in a way that, like, I can't tell if it's just a thing about empathy and, like, inherent empathy or whatever you want to say about socialization and gender, but, like, my partner, when I'm, like, oh, I can't because he just looks at me in this way where he's just like obviously he's not going to say anything because i gave him a reason and like my feelings are valid but i can mm -hmm. tell that he's thinking this is not a good reason or like my dad i'll be like i can't like my oh my god so i drive a compact car and i have a desire to drive something different and that desire to drive something different, it sneaks up on me every so often, but I'd be pushing it down because I'm like, oh, like, I would feel so weird parking that outside of an apartment building. Mm -hmm. I would feel so weird parking that here. I would feel so weird not putting it in a driveway, not putting it in a garage, not putting it under a carport. Like, it would just feel weird to me. I feel like once I, like, accomplish my goal of wanting to own a house, then... I can upgrade my car to something maybe a little flashy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And my dad drives um, a Bronco and he let me borrow the Bronco for a week. And I brought it back here from my hometown and parked it outside. And I loved seeing it outside of my apartment. I was like, oh my God. And then when I came to return the car to my dad, um, I was telling him that like, you know, I've been thinking about getting a new car anyway and that his driving his car was a lot of fun but I think my eyes are set on the new Prius and he was like mm -hmm. the fuck you need a Prius for and I was like well all these specs and all of these things and Priuses um are they're really good and most people don't have problems with their Priuses for a really long time so it would just be like a, an investment and 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 it's just a smart choice and my dad was like but is it fun? And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, would a Prius be fun? Can you take the top off of a Prius? Can you take the doors off of a Prius? Would you have fun driving a Prius? And I was like, well, basically like trying to tell my dad, like, I can't prioritize fun because like, you know, I'm fun employed. I do a lot of gig work and like, I don't want to bring like a giant car note or need a car that like might have a lot of maintenance that I can't afford and blah, blah, blah. And my dad was like, well, you only live once. So do you want to have fun? 
or not. And I was like, please, please. And we changed the subject. And I just can't stop thinking about that um, conversation. Because one of my neighbors, I have two neighbors that have two cool cars. One of them drives a cute little Miata. He keeps it under a cover. And he also has a motorcycle. He keeps them both under oh, a cover. Oh, is that what that thing is in the back? Yeah, that's a Miata. Oh, it's a, uh, oh it's a convertible. Bitch, I thought that was a Hot Wheels car. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Bro, because it, it's so, first of all, Miata's so cute, so small. But it's so small that I I thought it was like a trailer. Like, I didn't realize it was a car until I had been living here for a while and saw him drive it. And now I have a new neighbor who drives an E30, which, like, I don't know. I understand that they're cool. Like, kind of like a cult classic car. I don't know what an E30 is. It's a BMW. Ah. Um, but I was going to say when it comes to my car knowledge all i know is i see them a lot and i know that they're cool couldn't tell you anything else but he has a soft top um e30 that he parks outside and i'm like how come whatever is not clicking for me is clicking for other people like how come i'm still afraid of like parking anything other than a smart economy car outside of my house and like what is it what how am i holding myself back and what why is this idea of like i have to have the perfect setting to park this car in like why is it choking me so hard do you know what i mean i do indeed know what you mean i have similar thoughts but specifically with body modifications like what oh my god okay so i really really want to get my belly button pierced like super duper badly I think it would be so cute on me and I just I want it and for the longest time I was like well I can't get this done until I meet these specific body goals because Uh... then I will have put it on in a place that is deserving and then I realized that that's fucking stupid because the point of body modifications is adornment right that's what it is it's to decorate bitch like what do you mean you're not gonna buy that little plastic halloween pumpkin for your kitchen countertop because it's a laminate no you're gonna buy it because it's fucking cute you're not gonna buy a new house to get the pumpkin to get the pumpkin yeah (laughs) but there's still a part of me that's like okay but for me personally it kind of feels like i'm not allowed to do why like i feel like i'm gonna get in trouble by I who? think exactly who gonna beat my ass who gonna beat who, your ass who gonna beat my ass nobody I'm a grown-ass man and I can do what I like but for me a lot of the fear that's rooted to perfectionism is like very perception based how are people gonna look at me when they see this how how does it look what's the optics mm-hmm. of me not doing this thing perfectly and I think if I were in your position, I would have no issue parking a cool car <laughs> outside of your apartment because I know what your apartment looks like on the inside. I know how much. Yeah, work but also. Every... Nope. I know what <laughs> your apartment on the inside absolutely would match the car that you put outside because the aesthetic would be so carefully curated. I, and think, like, I, I think and I understand that. What For is me, really killing was... me is like 
I hear that, but I'm having such a hard time accepting it because it doesn't matter where I live. My house is going to look like my house. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like the car I drive now, I don't think doesn't look like my car. But I think that, I think, like, how do I say this? You know how you don't have like, or the concept of soulmates? I don't believe in like the concept of soulmates when it comes to aesthetics. Like there are Mm. so many different things that can make sense when you stand next to them. If you put that shit on, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how, like, a cooler car could be so many different things for me. So Mm -hmm. many different things. It doesn't have to be a 2023 Bronco. It doesn't have to be a Porsche. It doesn't have to be any of these things that, like, are on the higher end of (laughs) my budget. It could be Mm -hmm. something that is affordable to me currently because blessings change and it could feel really really good but because I feel so weird it just feels really strange also sorry talking faster than my brain or my brain's moving faster than my mouth is moving I want to prioritize trying to buy a house absolutely buying a car before you buy a house messes up your credit score or yeah, so I don't know. My uh, mom, who's my realtor, is just like, you know, please refrain from buying a house or for buying a car while you're looking for a house. So it also just doesn't seem like something that can actually be at the forefront of my mind because I want a house more than I want a new car. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. But that truth, that logic then get spun into this weird perfectionism perfectionist rhetoric of why not now this is why not now and Mm -hmm. i understand what you're saying about like your body and like wanting or internalizing that it needs to be a certain way before you can do a thing Mm -hmm. but that i don't know I know that I've essentially just said the same thing in a different font. But I think you should get your belly button. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy when you're on the outside and the perfection is not yours to consider. To be like, mm-hmm. bitch, why? And it feels insensitive to be like, bitch, why? Especially because I just, like, was defensive about my bitch, why? But I want to encourage you to do a thing. And, like, I have no problem seeing, like, how possible it is for you. But then I still have so much problem seeing how possible it is for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also because we get to speak in a place from like, a, nothing bad is going to happen to us. Oh, yeah. You and your belly button pierced is not going to do shit to me in my day to day. Precisely. However, comma, if I get my belly button pierced and then like fucking the world decides that something new and awful is going to happen... I'm gonna be like, oh god, oh god. It's because I got a hole in my stomach. (laughs) Literally that. And that's like, and honestly, like a lot of that privileged uh sort of lens is kind of what perfectionists need. Like you kind of need somebody to invalidate your perfectionist voice mm-hmm. in order to get over that shit. Cause genuinely mm-hmm. I was, I can't remember. I was talking to the person that I'm dating and I was like, I really want to get my belly button pierced. And they were like, well, okay, well not. And I was like, my tummy. And he was like, okay, but you're fat and you know that you're fat and a different 
piece of jewelry isn't going to detract from the shape of your body. Like you're, you're the shape that you are. If you didn't have tattoos, you'd still be fat. If you didn't have a nose ring, nose ring you'd still be fat. So why not be fat with a belly button ring? And I was like, well, when you put it that way. And I was like, fair enough, which for the record, I use fat as a neutral term because fat's just a descriptor. It's not a bad word. So this person calling me fat doesn't bother me because it is the truth. It's just what I look like. And I, I have to I have to reiterate that to people because they'll be like, oh my God, the person you're dating called you fat. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I really feel that. I had a conversation um, with a friend of ours like a month ago because we were, they were trying to explain somebody to me and I was like, oh, is she thick? And they were like, um, she she's fat. And I was like, oh, I don't use the word fat, even though it's like a neutral word. I don't use the word fat because as somebody who's healing from an eating disorder, I, when the word fat comes up in my head in any context, my first thought is not a neutral thought. And like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel necessary to, I don't know. I know what I'm saying when I'm like, oh, that person is thick. And I understand and completely like agree with the fact that the word fat needs to be neutralized and not weaponized Mm -hmm. and how irritating it is to hear the word fat be used in like a weaponized context. And I think that some people are still very much like, I don't want to be called fat. So like fat is a bad word. And that's Mm -hmm. that's between you and and your God. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I think that it's important to place that distinction on it being neutral in a space where like people don't know you. But I also would really hope that the kinds of people that are drawn to what I put on the airwaves are also people who are very cognizant of what fat phobic language looks like versus what neutral language looks like. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm saying that for them, not for you. You know what I mean? Oh, I I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think I think you should get your belly button pierced. Absolutely. My only concern with you getting your belly button pierced is how do you wear your jeans? Do you wear your jeans on your stomach or under? Nope. And would it bother? I don't. I also don't know where your belly button is. To be honest. Oh, you should be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I wear like more high waisted things than anything. Things that sit like on my belly. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. I might be wearing a lot of dresses while it heals. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my thought was, like, it getting, like, because I couldn't figure out in my brain where your belly button was. Mm-hmm. Like, the back of your, the button on your jeans. That was my first thought. Is, like, those two things rubbing would be, ugh, God. What is the opposite of ASMR? Uh, 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 bad, 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 bring no good feel hatefulness exactly I like i i would just imagine that kind of feeling like just ugh, just a clinking oh god jesus no Listen. and to feel it like um i was talking to somebody about how my septum ring gets cold and like mm-hmm. i can feel it in my nose when it's cold outside and like when the temperature is hot i can also feel it in my nose and they thought that was the most disgusting thing ever they were like you can feel your hole I'm like yeah yeah, it's my hole. I can feel my hole. I can feel my septum. When I twist it around, I can feel it in my hole. When it's cold, I can feel it in my hole. 
now I'm like playing with my nose ring and I'm like, oh, I've never noticed it, but I mean, yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, you can like, feel the hole. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel um, the hole. So like when it gets cold outside, my nipple rings, bro. Oh I bet that sucks. <laughs> Yo, it sucks about or like getting out of the pool and air drying. Let a breeze hit. Let ah. a breeze hit my body. <laughs> and I'm just like do you what? um what gauge jewelry do you use for your nipple jewelry? I could not tell you if I wanted to. I literally went to a piercer and I was like, what hole? And they were like, here. And they gave me the right size. She measured me and everything. She was super sweet. Um, I, I was like, I have money. Please give me internally threaded uh, surgical steel jewelry. Thank you. And she did. And that's that's all I wanted. That's, chill. <laughs> that's, all, I, that's I, all I needed. I know some people that um, they be trying to put just any old jewelry in their holes and they gauge like up and then they're like ow like well yeah ow like why mm -mm. <laughs> i know i understand no. that some people that's the goal but i feel like more often than not for people who it's not the goal um they don't realize that like that little number in that g that means that something. means a lot <laughs> that means something. words mean things words mean things uh, words fucking mean things dude yeah no i uh whoo I have had my nipples pierced multiple times. So like in the times that I've had them pierced, the first time around, I was like, yes, Party City Spencer's Amazon Claire's nipple rings. Let's Straight go. Yo, when I tell <laughs> you that my body said, listen, bitch, <laughs> and we love you too much for this shit. I think um, I had like these like cute little shields like the heart-shaped ones, and I was wearing them, and I was like, I'm gonna wear a little sexy dress, and the dress got caught on them, and I had to go into the bathroom at the club with a pair of nail clippers and, like, do surgery and, like, snip the threads from around this fucking nipple ring, and that was the day that I decided that I will never, ever, ever, ever wear that sort of decorative jewelry under my clothes if i'm wearing something like that is because i'm i'm taking somebody to see a man about a the horse pound like, i'm not yeah i was like i'm i'm, I'm about <laughs> to see a man about a horse okay like first of all i always use that as a euphemism for pooping so it's really strange to hear somebody use it as a you know what i don't know what you do in the bedroom actually um uh, you know i what? will say i'm the only one and my partner thinks that this is so wild considering who I am, I'm the only one out of like my friend group that has not ever had their nipples pierced. Everybody else has had their nipples pierced multiple don't, times. All of it. Don't you have a thing about needles? Yeah, I got my nose pierced. But don't you have a thing about like not liking needles? Yeah, I don't like needles. But yeah, I still go. got I got my nose pierced. Fair and enough. I wanted to get my my nip naps pierced, but I decided not to after first of all, when so many people you see them go through these ridiculous complicated I'm like, you know what? Nah. Because I had it honestly really easy with my septum. Um the most difficult thing was it started bleeding like a week after, like out of nowhere, mm -hmm. just continuous bleeding for like two days. That and then <laughs> On more than one occasion, I have gotten my septum wrapped up in somebody else's. Other than that, Screaming. like healing complications, I didn't really have 
Um, very grateful to not have experienced any kind of keloiding. And I've only ever had one piece of jewelry that um, was the wrong type of metal. And I only wore it for a few hours before I noticed. So I've been very, I've had a very easy time with my septum. And I really appreciate that. But everybody that I know that has gotten their nipples pierced at least once has had some kind of just ridiculous complication that like it just the appeal just gone completely gone you know what i mean yeah at least for me at least for me but yeah i'm the only one out of my friends who has not had a um nipple pierce not even one listen i feel very naked without them i had to take them out for like a medical procedure and i i feel super naked without them like if i'm not wearing my like jewelry or my waist beads like if i am devoid of all of those things i feel blank (laughs) i feel blank what's your everyday jewelry combination okay i always wear earrings but if they vary i'm very miss frizzle like with my earrings especially Mm -hmm. like now that i see people in the office every day uh Mm -hmm. i always wear a ring whatever ring I'm wearing it just depends on the day but I always have a ring on my left ring finger it doesn't signify anything that's just the hand I prefer to wear my rings on. it's a ring finger I literally one time I went into work I was like my first ever office job I went into work I had um this jasper ring on my ring finger and my boss had this like low-key not like weird obsession but just like she was really strange about my relationship because my partner and I had just started dating like a few weeks before I started working there. And she was like, why do you have that ring on that finger? And I was like, what? And she was like, did, you, did he? And I was like, oh, girl, no, it's just more comfortable on his hand. I'm right handed. And like the ring, you do you wear like the crystal rings, like the carved rings? Yes, I have worn them before yeah so those like i don't know it's just the way they sit on you it makes writing uncomfortable to me so Mm -hmm. i just put it on my left hand because i'm right dominant but she got so weird about it really really weird she would never mind never mind Uh, nothing nice to say say nothing at all (laughs) i'm so proud of you good job okay so Um, you wear your ring on your left hand left hand ring finger and I wear it like because that's where it's comfortable I've always worn a ring there even like when I was in high and middle school uh but it does make it easier for people to trust me as their family therapist oh Uh, my god you know who has very attractive fake engagement rings who you will never believe what I'm about to say bitch hobby lobby lies I, I'm so serious. Hobby Lobby, near their cash registers at um our Hobby Lobby, our city's Hobby Lobby, they have like an, not an end cap, but like an island full of jewelry. It's like earrings, necklaces, you know, like, you know, given like Claire's kind of vibe. But one side mm-hmm. is all like rings that look like engagement rings, like, mm-hmm. like set pave like just pear shaped Hmm. square shaped so many different kinds of these like fake rings and i personally if you are um woman coded (laughs) i would suggest (laughs) getting a fake engagement ring for travel 
and also just for like low-key day-to-day like if you have to go someplace where men are cumbersome get a fake engagement ring because it it deters so much like so so much i started wearing a ring on my left hand like uh, a ring that has like a stone on it mm-hmm. the amount of bothering that i get bothered has diminished yeah i get very few questions now about like do you have kids are you married have you ever had a family do you understand the crushing weight of parenthood and trying to be a wife and trying to be a homemaker and trying to be in a play at the same time do you get it people don't ask me that question anymore which is really cool and it makes people stop asking me about my age whenever they see that i'm their therapist which i don't think i look that young but clearly i look that young to some people so i think i think that if i'm looking for a certain like the expectations that we were talking about before and this like chair face bitch is smiling back at me i'd be like what does this recent college graduate know about struggle and i would probably become a little intolerant depending on what i was there for it's okay. I did get fired by a client for that. Um, for, for being too young? Yes. Uh, She came in. We sat down. We talked. I went through her intake paperwork. And I was like, hey, do you have any questions for me? And she, the first thing she said was, do I have to use the they, them pronouns? And I was like, you don't have to, but I'm curious as to what your hesitation is. And she said, well, I just, I, I'm, I'm old. I can't learn. I said, that's going to make therapy really difficult since you're going to be learning a lot That's of new what skills. I just thought. <laughs> but whatever. And she was like, how old are you? And I was like, I'll answer you, but I want to know why you think it's important to ask. And she was like, because, you know, I've been through some stuff and you don't look like you've been through nothing. And I was like, girl, it's a facade. Literally, that I said, I understand your concerns. And while you're right, you and I don't have the same life experiences, my my experience and my ability to listen to you compassionately doesn't change based on my age and she was like well I just I don't want you telling me that life is gonna be all good because I like I'm in my 50s and I said okay well I'm 28 and she said yeah that's too young and she literally got up and walked out of my office I respect I mean she still had to pay me for the appointment which was fine but I respect her knowing her bias but also i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> i'm just going to leave it was it at really that. that was honestly like a really wild intake in general but yeah no i've been fired for looking too young to clients before and the ring just helps the ring is helpful so daily jewelry i always wear earrings i always wear a ring I want to get more into necklace, but like fat neck friendly necklaces are like low-key difficult to find. I don't want a thick Cuban link fucking chain. I just want something that fits. I don't understand why I got to walk around looking like the bulldog from Tom and Jerry because y'all don't want to make necklaces that fit fat people. I don't understand. I'm a good person and I pay my taxes and I pray every once in a while. So why the fuck can't I find a necklace that don't make me look like an extra in a Flavor Flav video? I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Uh, You're going to hell. <laughs> um, I'm, I feel like now is a good time to, <laughs> to wrap it up. And um, 
tell people if you want people to find you where they can find you or if you want to drop a resource of some kind for people um do that now and then when we get off this call i have some necklace suggestions for you (laughs) (laughs) uh well um you can find me most places (laughs) i'm sorry i'm gonna beat myself (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to so you can find me in most places as um at underscore the letter J, the letter C, and the word sugar. Um, no relation to Sugar Scorpion. However, it just happened that we had similar names. It is what it is. Um, but you can find me. In that, that bitch is a sweet. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Listen, niggas say I taste like sugar, but ain't shit sweet. Shout out to Megan the Stallion. But uh, you can find me at underscore JC Sugar on uh, Instagram. And if you remove the underscore you can find me on tiktok i'll also link i'm inconsolable um i'll also <laughs> link jc's social medias in the description box and i i have to stop before i start to cry so sorry thank you so much jc <laughs> thank you so much you're welcome um, i love you and i'm about to call you on the actual phone i love phone. you too <laughs> bye bye <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast. You can leave me a voicemail at my hotline, or you can talk about this episode, a past episode, or you can ask for advice. That phone number is 910-448-6899. If you're a little shy, you can always send me an email at sugarglasspodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, um, what else? Subscribe to support the show. And we'll see you, see you, you'll hear from us, whatever. Bye. Thank you again.